time. Here we go. Who's ready, baby? This is it. This is it. All the hype, all the anger, all the frustration comes to a conclusion in Stinktown, Pittsburgh. Welcome to the doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. I'm Andy McNamara alongside Matt Floor Jansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. This is the time, folks. All those Steeler fans, all the media down there, they're all saying, no way the Browns can sweep the Steelers for the first time since 1988. Here on the doghouse, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey and on SB Nation Dogs by Nature, we say, uh uh-uh, incorrect. This is the time. Matt, you ready to sweep those, those damn Steelers, buddy? How you feeling? Let's go. Yeah, I'm feeling okay, Andy. Um, to tell you how long it's been since the Browns have swept the Steelers, my coworker and I are going out to the game. Uh, he was about three weeks old the last time <laughs> the Browns won uh, a series against the Steelers. Wow. I was seven years old and, yeah, maybe eight. And um, you, you know what? To, to give you an idea, the big, the big wrestling angle was still Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. How about that? <laughs> That's how far back. That's yeah, I was four, back. so I have no recollection of it. Oh. I'd like to see it in person, though. Boy, that's that's where that's where it is. That's how long it's been. And Matt, now I I, I go back to that Denver game, and this is a different team, I think, since then. But that was the last time we were like, oh, well, and in the the Dolphins game, I guess. But before that, it was no way the Browns lose to Brandon Allen. He's an unknown rookie. He's awful. And then they lost. Well, you are going up against a Pittsburgh quarterback whose nickname is Duck. His claim to fame is he's won a a duck calling contest, Matt. Maybe that'll make for some interesting audibles at the line. But otherwise, you should not you should not be be even considering losing to Devlin Duck Hodges in this matchup. Is that fair to say? It is fair to say, and you look at some of the other guys they're missing. They're going to be without Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. his number one target. James Conner doesn't look like he's going to make it to game day. And Pouncey serving the final game of his suspension. So, Perfect. yeah, on paper, you should win going away. But we all know that games are never played on paper, and they're never perfect. Well, and if if it was on paper, the Browns would, you know, be what eight and two right now <laughs> or whatever like it would be it'd be a whole, di- whole See, different better record than the ravens would oh that is yeah yeah well you know what's interesting the browns are only favored by two points uh in pittsburgh and that's basically well, remember on though that they, pittsburgh gets three for being at that's home right. so that would be a five point it's kind of a fiver in Cleveland. yeah so it's kind of a fiver um, it's based solely on their defense, which the Browns were able to neutralize last time. They kept Minka Fitzpatrick at bay, and a large part of that, Matt, was because they were utilizing the tandem of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and that was with a more limited playbook. So I'm hoping what we see is now that they've had more time together that Freddie Kitchens dials up some more usage and creative, not dumb creative, but but appropriate creative to get Hunt and uh, Chubb even more involved on it because then you neutralize your biggest weapon in Minka Fitzpatrick and you're able to get the ball out of Baker's hands quickly and avoid that TJ Watt too. Yeah, don't let TJ Watt get loose. No. The Steelers have 38 sacks on the season. 30 of them have come at home. They're like oh. plus, I think plus nine in the turnover margin in home games. 
do not give Mika Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt any time to make plays because if you do, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, totally, Matt. And this is where it's supposed to be uh, weather looks warm-ish for this time of year, 53 Fahrenheit, but wet. That lends itself to the ground game. And this is where I think for the Browns, you got to make sure that their ground game doesn't get going. And without Marquise Pouncey, that certainly helps. Uh, Jalen Samuels is nice in the the short passing game, but they got a, a, a committee back there. Benny Snell can pop, but you really just got to shut it down. And Matt, what I'm looking at here is Ogan Joby's back from suspension. You got Sheldon Richardson, those two up the middle with no Marquise Pouncey with the edge with Miles Garrett gone. I'm thinking maybe this pressure comes from within the collapsing forward of the pocket and gets old duck uh, waddling around back there, and uh, and and you can go that way. I'm looking for a big game. I think they have to between Sheldon Richardson and Ogan Joby trying to collapse the middle of that line and get to Hodges that way. And keep in mind too that the last week when they were completely depleted of defensive ends, uh, Sheldon Richardson lined up at, at end a couple times. Mm-hmm. You're right. And it, was able to get home, and I think even if you have him just use uh, use him as an edge rusher, or run stunts and line up as a defensive end, and then cut into the middle or straight up the middle, he's going to be a havoc wreaker, and he has to be for this team to to be successful defensively. And I tell you what, I was really impressed with the way he played last week against Miami. Mm-hmm. They asked him to do a lot, but besides that. Uh, besides delivering when they gave him opportunities to make plays, he kept that defense together. He that did. defensive line was in shambles. He was the only starter that was active for that game. And he really did a good job to set a tone. And he, uh, you know, didn't know much about his leadership capabilities. He bounced around a little bit. Nobody ever wanted to give him a big contract extension. So I was kind of wondering, you know, what he would be like. But. I tell you what, when they needed him most, Sheldon Richardson stepped up in a big way. Yeah. And I hope he's got that in him again because they need him in a big way. And Larry Ogunjobi, too. You pop those, if those two guys can be playing at their A1 level, they're going to be just fine in whatever creative packages Steve Wilkes decides to, uh, to go up. Matt, I think the key to this game, like with any bad offense, is you want to make them chase. So the Browns have to score first, one or you know, get up 7-14 nothing, 10 nothing, whatever, and be able to make Pittsburgh chase because if you do that, then you're forcing Duck Boy to throw and you're taking you're making them one-dimensional and in a struggling third quarterback option uh, scenario for the Steelers, that's what you want to do. They, they cannot let Pittsburgh hang around and have this as a ground and pound and then and then be forced to uh, have that turnover go against them with that dangerous Pittsburgh secondary and T.J. Watt. That, that's the main thing to me. I think you got to get out front early, make them chase, and put them away. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, we saw what they were able to do against Mason Rudolph when they jumped out to a huge lead, uh, and then they made him pass, and they were teeing off on him the mm-hmm. rest of the night, and they were forcing him into bad throws, and he ended up throwing four picks. I would imagine the defensive game plan is not going to be that much different this time around, and I, I think they're going to try to force Hodges into making, having to make plays, but then not being able to make everyone and then making some mistakes. 
Yeah, and then Matt, we can have a celebratory Cleveland whiskey toast. Maybe, maybe an eighty-seven. Maybe the original. That's a straight bourbon or. The Christmas bourbon, which you can get at locations near you. The Christmas bourbon. Folks, if you have not tried it for Cleveland whiskey, I'm not messing around. Matt and I love it. You can have it straight on ice. You can mix it. It's phenomenal. This is the time of year to get it. New artwork from a local Cleveland artist. It is The bottle is a collectible. It's, it's amazing. So check them out at clevelandwhiskey.com, on Twitter at Cleveland, at Cleve Whiskey, and Instagram at Cleveland Whiskey. Some great recipes there as well. Um, Matt, your keys to victory in this game we went over some here but for the browns if they do this and this they come away with the w what are you feeling if the browns get the ball to their playmakers offensively so that's beckham that's landry hunt chubb and and even the tight end whoever the tight ends end up being on sunday if the browns find a way to take advantage of their matchups they will be in good shape defensively. It's what I, I just finished saying. Make Hodges have to make plays. Yep. He has no none of his top, top skill guys, or at least a very dinged up James Conner, whom you knocked out of the last game right. with an injury. Uh, make him make plays. Yep, make First him NFL make start, big stage. Team needs a win to stay in the playoff hunt. Don't want to get swept for the first time in 31 years by the Browns. You know, make him make plays. Matt, you know what? It, it this jumped out to me. The Thanksgiving game between the Lions and the Bears. You had David Blau, who was with Cleveland in the preseason. His first start. You know, undrafted guy. Da da da. And what they do, they came out and they went downfield first and scored right away and put the Bears back on their heels, and it turned out to be a, a back-and-forth slugfest. I I feel that's something that the Browns have to watch out for. Like, they might just say, okay, you know what, let's just zing it right down, see if we can catch them off guard. I think you have to be, like, careful for them to test you deep or with something creative early and then settle back in. So I think you got to be on your toes because he can, if he does air it out, you don't, you don't want to be the one playing catch-up. No, you don't, because then you put yourself in situations where they're going to be able to rush you. Yeah, and Mika Fitzpatrick is going to make plays. Yes. So I, I'm going to add one more key: protection. Mm. Keep Baker's pocket clean. Let him make plays. Give him enough time. Keep PJ Watt off his six. Like you just cannot let that guy get loose. How's Greg Robinson looking? He's in concussion protocol. Are we thinking he'll play, or is it going to be Justin McCray in it? At left tackle, they haven't ruled him out yet. Okay, um, they're giving him all, all all the chances in the world to get through the protocol. But I don't know when you're in it on Friday, mm. ugh, it'd be real hard to clear it by Sunday morning. I just don't i I don't see him playing. I think it's going to have to be Justin McCray. Well, but Justin it, it handled his business when he had to go in there in Week One, and then when they benched Robinson for a game. And he went out there, and he played pretty well. You know, yeah, he gave up a couple plays, but in the grand scheme of things, he did his job on a good chunk of those those snaps that he had for a guy who never played left tackle before in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a good swing man. Matt, it was weird because Robinson reported the concussion symptoms after an off day when they were helping, like, with the, the Feed the Children campaign. Like, did someone hit him with a soup can or something while he's packing up bags there? Like, what, what, what happened? It's very strange. 
we're, we're not sure what happened, but concussions are a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, they can come up later. Um, they they come up when they come up, and they last how long they last. Mm. There's no timetable for a return from concussion. It's basically how your body heals. Yeah. Or if you're just a damn good actor and can sneak your way through the protocol. Um, having had a few myself, I know that you feel, you start to feel okay. And then you try to exert yourself and you feel awful. Mm. It is just the worst kind of awful you could ever imagine. Um, and it wouldn't, it doesn't surprise me that he reported those symptoms midweek because the Browns had an off day Monday, had an off day Tuesday, you know, just did meetings. You know, meetings is one thing, sitting through those film sessions is one thing, but trying to exert yourself in practice, you tend to know right away that something's off. Um, for me, it was the fact that I was seeing triple uh, and I was nauseous. For other guys, it's, you know, dizziness. It's, the throwing up like it's it's different for everybody and i know that they are not pleasant and sometimes they do take a day or two to manifest themselves because you're not exerting yourself the day after the game but right. you are on the first day of practice so i'm not really surprised about the reporting time i know some people were kind of questioning that but in, in joking like you did something fall off a shelf and hit him <laughs> in the head or something but uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit that he's where he's at right now. Well, at least they're in a decent shape with Justin McCray, if need be. Devilo Lawrence, or Devereaux Lawrence, released, which was pretty surprising to me, Matt. I, I heard some whispers that maybe his work ethic wasn't there, but this dude's been making some plays this year. So did that surprise you that Devereaux Lawrence was, was cut on the D-line? Yeah, absolutely it did. Um, I, I thought they could have really used yeah. him. Uh, throughout the rest of the year, and they won't be able to because they let him go. And you know, he worked hard. He was he was a fun, loving guy. And when he talked to us, he was always great. Just a good dude, and you wish him well. Um, you don't want to go WWE and say we wish you all the best in your future endeavors, <laughs> but you know you kind of do. You you yeah. hope for guys like that 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 bust their tail to get here that are you know, really trying to grind grind out a roster spot and then end up doing it for 11 weeks and being a contributor, that uh, he's able to find a new home sometime soon. Exactly. And, uh, boy, I, I just hope that's not a bad move. But, you know, they keep guys like Brian Cox and all that. So we'll see what happens there. Okay, Matt, our Cleveland Whiskey score prediction. Hit me with it. Browns at Steelers, 1 o'clock, folks. Remember, it says on the schedule, 425, flex to 1 o'clock. What's your final score? 24-16 Browns. Oh, I'm going to, I was going 24-13 Browns. Okay, so we're right on there. All right, 24th, they beat them 21-7. Yeah, at home, I'll give like an extra little score here or there or whatever, but the Steelers are the fakest 6-5 and five team to me. Just like there is nothing sustainable. You, it, they, they ended up getting into the playoffs. They would be so quickly won and done with that quarterback situation. Like, what a joke. Let's dump them. Let's sweep them. Send those P-yellow towels back home sad in Pittsburgh. The toilet bowl of the United States, Matt. There you go. How you like that? Now I'm getting fired up for game day. Let's go. Let's do it. Beat them. 
my man, you got about twenty six and a half Ooh. hours before you can get ramped up like that. Oh, I gotta keep I gotta keep settled. Hey, listen, you be careful in Pittsburgh. Park away. Don't cover up your Ohio plate, man. We know those uh, deadbeats uh, Steeler fans can can do to vehicles. So be be careful yourself, okay? Yeah, uh, not really looking forward to having to call my operations manager and telling him that we're stopping in and in Pittsburgh for the evening because our transportation was messed yeah. with. I'm not really looking forward to that. Hopefully I don't have to make oh, that phone call. Yeah. Um, just get there. Get back. I have a simple philosophy when it comes to going to Pittsburgh. Just get there, do your job, don't talk, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Just do your job and come home. Get in and get out. And hopefully the Browns can do that and improve to 500. And then, Matt, hopefully again we can have a victory Monday show. That I've gotten kind of used to them, damn it. I'd be a little bit I know. pissed off if we don't get one this week. Right? We've had, we've had three victory shows in a row. Let's make it four and, and keep this keep this party rolling. Keep the Browns in playoff contention in that in-the-hunt graphic that we see on all the games. All right, buddy. Great stuff. Um, safe travels. We'll be following you on Twitter at Matt Florgentic, on Instagram at Matt Flo Sports with all your posts and stories and uh, pics and all that from um, – from Stinktown there. And you can get me on Twitter at AndyMC81 and Instagram at AndyMCSports. All right, let's do it, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Andy. Go Bucks, go Browns. There you go. That's Matt Fleur-Jansic. I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Go Browns!